0: You're now tuned into the Shoot for Teams podcast with your favorite guys, Dorian and Kyle. What's happening, everybody? Before this episode gets started, just wanted to give you a disclaimer that this episode was recorded on Monday. And as we all know, things in the NBA change daily. So we gave our predictions for the playoffs. Some things we may have said may be outdated by now, but it's nonetheless a great episode. And we hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, check out Shoot for Teens podcast with myself and my main man, Kyle Ross. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Shoot for Teens podcast. Your guy, old man Ross, sweatsuits and fly kicks. It's your man D. Hill. I'm low, but I'm still the gift card bandit. I bet you are. What's up, man? How you doing? Chilling, man. Having a good time. That's That's dope. Uh, of course, this is our favorite time of the year, playoff talk. Uh, we got the first round that just kicked off in the NBA. We're mm-hmm. going to go through each uh, individual matchups, give you our predictions, and then we're also going to give you two finalist categories for the uh, awards at the end of the season, and we're just going to, you know, have some fun as usual. Yeah, just a quick little podcast, you know, get get, get y'all out there and uh, hear our voices. <laughs> Of course, of course. So, we just dropped uh, on our Instagram story a couple days ago our predictions for each round. We'll mm-hmm. go through. Uh, Dorian, you can go through the west, and then I can go through the east if you like, and then we'll okay. go from there, buddy. All right. So, uh, let's okay. start off with mm. – okay, I'll take it, man. We'll start with Miami and uh, Atlanta, that matchup right there, your favorite guy, Trey Young. Um <laughs> ice ice cold tray. um I actually have Miami winning this um I, I got Miami winning in five I don't really see Atlanta doing much um Jimmy Butler and of course the dog pound as you call them the those dudes are serious over there uh Duncan Robinson uh Tyler Hero uh my boy Bam Bam is back so I, I, I think the Heat being number one seed, I, I see them advancing this. Trey and them kind of struggled to get into the playoffs. They had to do two yeah. play-ins. I don't see much happening. What about you? Yeah, I'm right with you. I think um, Jimmy Butler and those guys, they are, Jimmy got them hungry. Um, they're finally all healthy. They're playing mm-hmm. well. Um, I think they're just too much for for Trey and, and them guys. I think John I Collins came back. He did, he but I don't think it's going to matter much. I think they'll they be more physical with Trey, like people mm-hmm. should be, and that'll, you know, get him off his game. And I, I think they might sweep him, honestly. Damn, a sweep? I think so. And, and well, I can see that. And my boy Capella got hurt, and that hurts yeah, him. Man, so that, no, hurts, that hurts a lot of what they try to do. And so. I know that's why John Collins tried to come back in. I mean, he's probably not a hundred percent we know that but he just wanted to be a presence out there he he wanted to be in the playoffs uh but i don't see them making a run like they did last year going all the way to the nah. eastern conference finals you i know? still i still don't know how they did that last year it was just a miracle run for them i guess yeah it was i mean they clicked in they clicked at the right time and and yeah. you know got those wins and People didn't see it coming. Pause. Like it was crazy. I sure didn't. (laughs) I sure didn't. You know, but you know, so we'll see. So you have them getting swept, and I got them going and playing at least five. Yeah. See, I surprised you. Normally, I pick seven games. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I got to get out of here quick. All right. All right. Cool. Well, we move on. Go. Who? Who you got? Who you got over there? So we're going. I'm going west, right? Yes, sir. All right, I'll start off with uh let's do Nuggets versus the Warriors. Mm. This one is was an interesting uh matchup before it started because people didn't know Steph was gonna come back. Um, but they have been playing okay up and down since Draymond came back. They didn't really have that cohesion like everybody thought they would, but um they started, I mean, they start off the series pretty well, and um Jordan Poole is su- surprising everyone, playing like a the third Splash Brother. Yeah, um, it's crazy, right? And I I got them, them winning the series in probably six. I think it's going to be six. Six games. Six games. Okay. Um, six games. I loved it. Let me say this now. I love the Joker. Yep. I can't I love the Joker. I think he could be MVP every year. But the fact that Jamal Murray and mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. and the injuries and just the uncertainty of the roster, right. I got the Warriors uh, winning this. Clay is back. Steph is not 100%, but Steph being out there is still a problem and a threat. Emotionally, and, you, Yeah, and then you mentioned Jordan Poole. You got Andrew Wiggins, Draymond. Those dudes have been there before. They're all champions, uh, aside from obviously Jordan Poole and uh and Wiggins, but I want to say I got it going. Here we five. go, people. Five. Oh, five. Five. I got a five. Only because that, like I said, Jamal Murray and, and Michael yeah. Porter Jr., it's so much for the Joker to do. And you know, Draymond can irritate you. Of course. And that's what he's going to do. Uh, you can't stop the Joker, but you can irritate him. And yeah. Draymond's going to try to get under his skin. And if those guys, Will Barton and the rest of those guys, if they step up, I feel like they can still a win, but it's mm-hmm. going to be very hard against the Warriors. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so, too. If if they had Jamal Murray and they had uh, Michael Porter back, I think it would be a lot different. Um I think, you know, they could possibly go seven. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, like you said, it's too much for the Joker to do all on his own. Not saying he's the only player on the team um, because they've been playing without some guys the whole season, but it's a lot for him to do against a Warrior team that's fast and they get up and down the court, and he's not the fastest guy we all know. Mm -hmm. So I think that might pose a, a problem for him. Uh, Because, you know, he's a big guy and the Warriors can play small ball, get up and down and just wreak havoc. So, yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be tough. I mean, he could if anybody could do it, the Joker can. And you mentioned that he's been playing with this roster the whole season. But the playoffs are a lot different, as we know. And, you know, it's about matchups and then it's about adjustments. And. It's gonna be tough, you know. He, he, he has to do everything and some. Yeah. And then, you know, our the like I said, Will Barton and Monty Morris and, mm-hmm. and those guys, Aaron Gordon, they can step up and take it to the next level. It's just if Jordan Poole gave you 30 plus in game one and Steph and Clay just did whatever, mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Steph is due, and it's so scary. is Clay. It's scary, so, you know. So I got him in five, man. I, I, I'm not selfish in that sense at all. Okay. Um, Let's see. So back to me, man. We'll go over to uh Philly and the Raptors. ooh Everybody's favorite, James Harden. He's back in the playoffs. I got this series going six games. Uh mm-hmm. I know – it's a lot of pressure on James. I think this is the most pressure on any player in the whole playoffs, James Harden.
1: Nobody else that.
0: really – nobody else really – I mean, Embiid, I don't see any pressure because he's been doing what he's been doing for the last two years. He got hurt last year, MVP candidate this year, still balling. If they don't win, okay, but he's going to give you his all. Tobias hasn't really been too consistent, and mm-hmm. um, you got a young brother by the name of Maxie who's a stud. Tyrese. Where, where he's playing with house money. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but James is going to be the factor. Everybody's looking at him. He wanted to get out of Brooklyn. He's out of Brooklyn. I think a lot of people are expecting Philly to win the chip. Yeah.
1: I'm I mean, not one of them.
0: Depending, on, depending on who yeah. you talk to. I'm not one of them. Sorry, uh, Meek Mill. <laughs> and sorry, James and Beat. Uh, I actually had a Raptors winning this in six games. Um, I feel like Once they get to Toronto, Drake and his antics running around the court, talking to Embiid, talking to James Harden, want to hug them and go to the club (laughs) with them after. It's going to work. It's going to work out there in Jurassic Park. So I got the Raptors. I think Fan Bleak and OG and Siakam, once they get it together, Gary Trent Jr., Mm. uh, I think they could. And, of course, maybe rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes. I know he went down early. Hopefully he can come back. Yeah. Got the Raptors in six, man. Okay. I I am going the other side of it. Um, okay. I think Philly is most likely going to win the series. I, I think it's going to go six again. Like okay. you said, um, I just think Embiid is too much for them. Like, there's nobody that could guard them uh, – guard him, I'm sorry. Um, though I'm not a big James Harden fan, what he brings to the game – if he's playing the way he's supposed to be playing, it's hard to stop them. And then you add another young guy, another scorer, um, Tyrese Maxey, who has played well this whole year. Um, you add him to the mix. I don't know. I think they got too much. And, you know, you got Diebel, who who's, who gets to play in Philly only because, you know, he not – fully vaccinated so he can't go and play in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um but I think when those games are in Philly, he's a factor on defense, absolutely. Um and absolutely. Yeah, they they're just too big. I just think they be more bit uh more physical, more um just efficient like, you know, they know what they're going to do. You know, they're going to dump the ball to, to Joel if he got it, he going to go for it. If not, he kick it out to Tyrese He kick it out to Tobias. He can kick it out to James and they can make plays. So I just think they're just too much for Toronto. I mean, I gotta, no, no, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, nah. no, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, if Toronto had one more piece, I think they would be okay. But they just all, like, I feel like from the three to the five, they're all the same size. Okay. Okay. And I know, you know, people are skilled. I mean, you're in the NBA, but Joel is a different animal. And yeah, he is. It's a lot a to monster. deal with. He's a monster. I was going to ask you, and you kind of hit like the, the three to five. Yeah. OG and Siakam and Scotty Barnes, a lot of those are the same position, but could you pull Joel out to the perimeter three point line and kind mm. of open up the floor? If you're, I'm saying they could be. They're faster than he is. He can recover, yeah. and he's a hell of a defender. But could that work for them? Like if you pull him out to the perimeter or try to play small ball, I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, yeah, to, I mean, it's like a catch twenty two with that because you get him out there, but on the offensive end, yeah, he gonna yeah. punish you. Yeah, that's true. But this is true. This is true. I don't know. I mean, I, if I was Nick Nurse, I would definitely try it. Like you gotta like like we're talking about with Go to State, you gotta play small ball, try to keep him running up and down the court, um, mm-hmm. maybe tire him out. I don't know, but uh, they are gonna have to try something. <laughs> yeah, they are, man. That, so you you got them in in five, six, six. Okay, we both got them in six. Okay, yeah, that's, got a, that's six. some good basketball. Six, I can take yeah, six yeah. games in I that series. Six. I'll take okay. six. All right, we'll see. So you got Philly, you got Philly. I got Toronto. All right. Yep. All right, back out west. We got number one seed, the Phoenix Suns, and the uh, New Orleans Pelican, who surprised everyone getting into the playoffs. Was it what a surprise happening? Was it a surprise, or did right, did, or was somebody hanging out and got COVID? Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Clippers gonna clip. That's all I'm going to say. The the Lakers fell off, allowed New Orleans to get in there. The Clippers couldn't. I don't know. It's not about the Clippers. But uh, my apologies for the jackhammer in the back if you can hear it. I don't know what's happening outside. It's like whenever you try to film a podcast, something always happens outside when you live in the hood. That's a – That's a pandemic out there with the owner of the Clippers out there doing some work, some yard work for you. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) We're good, man. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. Our listeners know that this stuff goes on. We try to do stuff during the daytime. It's okay. Pardon us. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys, but uh, we're just going to keep it going. I'm sorry. (laughs) Full ass jackhammer outside. (laughs) <laughs> if it ain't the cop sirens, it's a jackhammer. Or a helicopter. Or or yeah. helicopters or something. But, um, like I said, we apologize for it, but we're just going to keep it pushing. Yeah. So yeah. like I was saying, uh, we got the Phoenix Suns versus New Orleans Pelican. Um, Pelicans got in there. Um, I'm really happy that, you know, for Willie Green, me too, because um, it was looking bad for them like yeah, all it season. It was looking bad. Like, damn, mm-hmm. bro. Zion out there eating beignets every day and Etouffee, And <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't involved. But uh I love the way they they've been playing down the stretch BI and ever since CJ got there, it seems like you know they they got good chemistry because not everybody could key in on Brandon now you have a like a 1 2 punch when Brandon is going CJ allows him to go um and when CJ's going Brandon allows him to go and you know they they feed off each other and they got some some uh some good young young bigs out there like Valentinus has played pretty well this whole season. Yeah, he's solid. has yeah, always been and solid. And then I forgot my boy with the wild hair. I'm blinking on his name right now. You talking about Jackson Hayes. There you go. Jackson Hayes. He comes in, provides energy, just be all over the place. He's almost uh, he has like a woman look too. But go ahead, sorry. Excuse me, listeners. I'm just being honest. It's all good. It's love. Oh, um, <laughs> God. But, uh, I mean, I'm happy for Willie that he, he's gotten into the playoffs. And uh, this yeah. series is two black coaches, which is always good to see since mm-hmm. it's so rare in sports to see two mm-hmm. black head coaches that are actually elite coaches. They both are very um, good coaches. Uh, but, all that to say, I think this is going to be a sweep. I build them up, chop them down. Damn but I think this this series is going to be a sweep. Yeah. I think Phoenix, again, they are too much, man. They play really fast. Devin Booker is on a different level. And then they got the leadership of Chris Paul. They've been there. They did this last year. They know what it takes to get to the chip. So they're going to be more experienced. And they're just going to be, I think they're just. Focused and they they know the goal at hand and they're going to get the job done and try to get that rest. Well, uh, <laughs> I keep oh. it short and sweet. I agree with everything you said. Uh, <laughs> salute. I will say salute to Willie Green, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I always talk about this. I'm biased. But anybody that's cut under that Papa Bitch umbrella, yeah. which he yeah. came from Steve Kerr. Uh, Willie Green was there, won some championships with Golden State. And I'm happy for him. A brother in there, Monty Williams, he's cut from that Popovich cloth as well. Yeah, uh, A lot of the successful coaches you see Popovich cloth. Um, yeah. But I'm happy for Monty. I, I will say this. I thought Monte could deserved coach of the year last year. I thought Phoenix should have got more looks. Mikael Bridges could have got defensive player last year. So hopefully this year some of those awards will be given to those guys. But um, I think it's a it's a cold sweep. I mean, they I don't see much happening. B.I. salute to you. He's kind of gotten better uh, now that those trades have happened. CJ seems like a good fit for them when they get Zion next year and uh, some other guys. I think they you know, they got a, a good shot to at least be a contender in the in the West yeah uh, I don't sure. think that I don't think they're gonna win anything, but they can be a contender, <laughs> so I got phoenix in four uh should be a quick quick sweep yep this is what it is um, all right, man well, let me go ahead. It could be another sweep milwaukee bucks chicago bulls um it sucks because of injury. I will start mm-hmm. and say that um uh, I think that this series if all players were there, would be a more competitive series. I don't even think the Bulls would have fallen six. No. And they would have been higher. Uh They had such a great season, all season, and then near the end of the season, they started to kind of fall down. Uh Zach Levine, you know, he was in and out of the lineups. Of course, our boy Caruso, ball brotherhood, Mm-hmm. And um, Lonzo Ball, he hasn't played in months, and that right. and that's defense, 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 what they rely on. And then DeMar DeRozan was an MVP candidate for most of the year, um, but it's hard to go against the Greek Freak, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, our favorite that don't get enough due. Um, you know, Lopez, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Our boy Big Eyes, Bobby Portis, (laughs) all those dudes are locked in. And you mentioned this with Phoenix. They were there last year. They won the championship last year. So they know how to turn the switch on. They know how to not coast, but prepare Mm -hmm. themselves mentally and physically uh, for matchups and playoffs. And then Bootenhoser, I think another Popovich umbrella, uh, is a great coach. So I will be selfish and say that i got this going in five. Okay, um, I think the market and Zach, you know, I don't know he's in and out of the lineup. I think the market will a, a win out of the uh, of the Bulls, but I think Giannis is just going to be too much. I should say the Bucks are going to be too much for him, so I yeah. got him in five. You, I will agree with you with the Bucks. Um, you said that well. Um, everything, Um uh, that you said was on point as far as you know the series going. I just think that the Bulls will get two. Okay. Um okay mm-hmm. I think they'll get the two in Chicago um make it interesting. But then like you said, it's too much. It's nothing you could do with Giannis. It's that man is <laughs> He's crazy I, scared. I don't have no words. Um He's and scared. then you know now they have shooting around him where he can kick out And like you said, like the experience of what they went through last year is going to be a big help for them in their playoff run. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people aren't talking about them as title favorites. It's not the sexy pick, I guess, but they're solid. You can't count them out. They're still the reigning champs. They still have an MVP candidate on their their team, and they know what it takes to get it done, so – Um, On the Bulls side, I think um, Caruso came back. That's providing a little bit of defense. They're showing different looks as far on the defensive end, which, you know, I think Budenhoser will make adjustments um, to uh, counteract that. But I think the Bulls at home, because of the excitement of them being back in the playoffs, and they'll be hyped up, um, I think they'll get two. But after that, they out of here. they go going to Cancun. Pretty much. It's, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It's just a tough matchup for them in the first round. Facts, facts. So, I mean, yeah. it sucks that, you know, like you said, if they wouldn't have had all those injuries, they were playing well the first half of the season. The yeah. second half of the season, not so much because of the injuries. Um, and, you know, that affects your chemistry. And a lot of people had them. You know how the sports writers are in the in the early oh they're title contenders, but yeah, yeah. In, injuries could definitely derail that. Change and every you know that could change everything. For and sure, they were like top happened. three. I think they yeah, were top, top three, three in the East. Easy. Yeah, top yeah. three. Yeah. So that kind of messed them up, and unfortunately, they they drew the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round, and that's not a good look for them. And this is a fun fact um, that I'll give you. An, if Milwaukee wouldn't arrested their players, mm. they would have been number two and played Brooklyn.
1: If Whoa. they won,
0: if they won, they would have played Brooklyn, and Boston would have been three, so they would have played the Bulls. But Buttonhoser mm. very Popovich, strategic, and it's not to say he was running from KD and Kyrie. No, but no, but they, who wants to play them in the first round? That, and then also, I mean, you give Giannis and those guys rest, cool. I mean, yep. Drew Holiday, I think, played for six seconds just to get that yeah. bonus. Yep. But uh that was just a fun fact. So, that would have been a hell of a matchup. A great one, <laughs> great one. All right, so, back out west, we got the Dallas Mavericks against the Utah Jazz, a series that I do not want to watch any games because I hate watching Utah play. And the fact that Luka is not playing uh, because of the calf strain just makes it I don't – it's not appealing to me at all. I mean, I like to watch Donovan every now and then, but – and Jordan just, Carson, but I just – It's because he got a Jazz jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, for this series, if Luka's not playing, no disrespect to Spencer Dinwiddie and the other guys that are on the, the um, Mavericks, but go. they just there don't have go. enough to, to compete with the Jazz. The Jazz, again, I mean, they – they are for me. They're like a regular season team, and you know they do all right in the first round, but then they just don't have that dog in them, and they just they crumble. So like this is an easy first round matchup for them. But I think if Luca was there, he would cause a lot of problems. But because he's not, I think they will use the size Rudy Gobert in the interior, um, and then you know they just play smart. And if yeah. they if they do that. It'll be a quick one. I think they'll probably get out of five, maybe even a sweep. But I'm saying five because Luca might come back. Damn! I wish our cap could res- injury is tough. Wish I could resend my pick. I didn't notice. I should have called Luca <laughs> first. I Thought he was gonna play. I'm gonna be a man of my word and stick to Dallas. But if Luca doesn't play, man, it's gonna be tough for us. Mark Cuban and. Spencer and Jason Man. Kidd, Jason Kidd, and we got to start bringing old players back. Jason Terry, where you at? You know, gotta call just, Dirk. See if Dirk can come. Dirk, we need you. Um I'm still gonna pick Dallas. I got Dallas. I got this series going seven because Luca is gonna come back. So this, <laughs> a, so this 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 series is gonna go seven games. Uh, Lucas gonna have a calf all, t- all strapped up, ready to go, and uh, he's gonna hit him with one of them floaters in Game Seven. to take him over to the next round, like he. Did. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the definition of reaching. <laughs> remember how he did your ex Clippers last year, or was a year remember. before in the, in the bubble? It was two on years one, ago. I mean, two years straight on, in the bubble when he had the one leg and he hit yep. the. This is—he's coming back to do that, Earl Monroe bro, style. He gonna come bro, out. If this, <laughs> if this happened, then we headed straight to Vegas. I'm telling you, Luca, you better be subscribed to our podcast. <laughs> he's coming back, Game Seven, and they're gonna win, man. I love Donovan. I love him. That's one of your guys, right? Yeah, but then Rudy Gobert messed that whole thing <laughs> up for me in Utah. Everything represents. I like Joe Ingles. They traded him after that man Taurus yes. Achilles. Achilles. Um, I don't have nothing against Jordan Clarkson, but Donovan, me and Donovan is tight. <laughs> but sorry, y'all not going to get out the first round because Luka is coming. Luka is coming for you. Luka, I need you. I respect it. I respect it. It ain't going to happen, but I respect it. Yeah, I, you're talking about a reach. Inspector Gadget, boy, it was a reach. Oh, <laughs> so man. that's what I got. I got the Mavericks in seven. <laughs> okay, okay, Mavericks in seven. <laughs> Hilarious, bro. <laughs> we going back to the East Coast, baby, and we gonna round off, which should be the series of the first round, in my opinion. Yeah, the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. This, the is, most- this is this is a series that has a feel of like an Eastern Conference Finals. But because of Brooklyn was had they whole drama the whole year, they're That's a seventh seed. That's true. It, it kind of not- reminds this, I mean, I don't wanna say it's gonna happen, but it kind of reminds me of how North Carolina was an eight seed in the in the tournament, but they weren't playing as an A seed going into the tournament. So they you know, they played well, they took advantage of their opportunities and they got to the chip. Not saying this is gonna happen to Brooklyn, but okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's just say what it is. He had to put his team in this segment, okay? <laughs> and they did so well. Shout out to North Carolina, man. All this all his guys are coming back. Yes. Nobody had well, a few people picked them, but I was surprised they had that they went to the chip. Salute I didn't even to them. Have a- I know Huber Davis had a lot of pressure on him his first mm-hmm. year after our boy left and retired. So shout out to the Tar Heels. I, I hope they come back. Now the target's on their back, though. They didn't, yes, they're they not going to be yes. able to surprise nobody. Nah, Let's mm-hmm. your team. It wasn't good. They did not show <laughs> Coach K the love on his way out. He might have to come back like Tom Brady. You know more. why, though? You know why? Because they ran into the Tar Heels. Oh, here we go. Both times. Fans. We feeling good. We – we get ready. To do, we'll do a, a NCAA podcast later. Anyway, uh, Brooklyn, I agree with honestly. I agree with you. Um, they're not a true seven seed. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie, you know what he believed in, it caused him not to play certain games. KD got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooter, what's my boy's name? Joe Harris. He was Joe hurt. Harris. Then they had trades. They got Ben Simmons. They got rid of James in and out of the lineups, inconsistencies. I think they had the most lineup changes damn near the whole season. If yeah, look, them and the Clippers. Them and the Clippers they, had Them and the, the Clips. Um, so it caused them to have to play the playing game. They got in. They match up with the Celtics. The Celtics are another team that was interesting. Before All-Star, they were struggling. Bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, they weren't good. They was talking bad about our boy, Adoku, like, oh, man, he shouldn't <laughs> be the guy and – First-year coach, turned it around, had damn near the best record, one of the best records in the NBA after All-Star break. And a salute to him, another Popovich cloth, I'm just telling Um, you. And the Celtics moved to the second seed. So now we got two and seven, which is, as you mentioned, could be an Eastern Conference matchup. Um, This one's going seven. I don't know what nobody's – thinking or what they going, Mm -hmm. you know, if we get what we got in game one, (laughs) this is going seven, seven, the most hated man in basketball. Well, second (laughs) most hated man in basketball, but especially in Boston. Oh, yeah. is a, is a bad boy Uh, vaccinated or not. um, (laughs) That boy can hoop. I don't care what nobody says. He's a bad man. Y'all call him Uncle Drew. We call him Kyrie, whatever you want to Mr. Irvin. My man, Kev, didn't have a good showing at first. They was kind of throwing a lot of bodies on him. But he's going to figure it out. And, um, you know, I think this is also Boston had a lot of fire and ammo because of what Bruce Brown had said about them not having Michael. uh, What's his name? Williams. uh, The big fella. The big guy. Um, and he, he's not playing, but Al Horford and Tice are still NBA-caliber centers. Al Horford is a champion. College, yeah. you know, you can't take nothing away from him. And Tice is a smart role player that knows his, his role at a high level. And sure. um, I think that they took that personally. And then when you add Jason Tatum, who is part of the Kobe Disciples, and Jalen Brown, who we all love, and Marcus Smart, and the other role players they have, the Celtics are kind of scary. It's, it, it's, I mean, they are a, really a 2C. Yeah, They're kind of sure. scary, especially in the sure. East. So I say all that to say that I got it going 7. I wish it could go 10, yeah. but I got it going 7, and I'm going to go ahead and say that Kev and Kyrie are going to close them out uh, in, in game 7. So I'm going to go the opposite way because of okay. all the things that you said about the mm-hmm. Celtics. Uh, if Brooklyn plays cohesively and, you know, plays like they should, it, it may go your way, but I think the way that Boston plays defense and they're smothering, they're playing physical with KD, they're trying to throw different looks at Kyrie, but no matter what you do with Kyrie, he has a counter, and then he has a counter after that counter, and it's just hard to contain that dude, and he's such a high-level IQ guy that he knows the game well. Uh, again, he's a Kobe guy too, so right. Um, but I think Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown, and then Al Horford's experience, uh, not only on the floor but in the locker room, is gonna you know be the deciding factor. Um these young guys, they wanna they got something to prove. Like people wrote them off at the beginning of the season. And you know, my boy Udoka got them playing well. And True. I just think, you know, Jason Tatum and uh Jalen Brown, all of them collectively, even you know, you got your boy White coming in off the bench. They can show um, plays defense playing well. They they yeah. everybody knows their role on the team, and everybody knows what they have to do, and I think they all felt some type of way of how the media talked about them so badly in the beginning of the season that they, they had to stick to their process and they stuck to it. And now they're one of the best teams in the East. I mean, in the league period. Um, So I think if they maintain the way they've been playing from the second half of the season, even though it's Brooklyn and it's a tough first round matchup, I do have it going seven, but I think uh, it's going to be in Boston. So, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be uh, a uh, hostile environment for Kyrie. I agree with that. And the dude's name is Robert Williams, so there shout out go. to you, there Robert you Williams. But we don't want to, you know, dis- you know, disrespect you in, in, in yeah. any sense. If they had him, yes. it would be a different. Co- yes, yes, for sure, it'd be a different conversation. I think Drummond, yeah. um, if he can stay on the floor and not get stupid fouls, yeah, yeah. He, he makes his free throws. He's a big body. He he's a re, he's a uh, re, he can get rebounds in his sleep. Um, exactly. If he can stay on the floor, that helps. But the yeah. Celtics, you mentioned, uh, their coaching is smart. They switch everything. Mm-hmm. Tice is another guy that will get in foul trouble, but he's faster than Drumming. He yeah. can pull him out, open up the floor. Jason Tatum will go to the basket. Jalen Brown exactly. are going. They're going to the basket. So yep. I got it. I got it. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh. Kevin Kyrie, Uncle Drew, and uh, Easy Money Sniper. I think they could pull Not it out bad seven pick. games. Yeah, I got, I got them. So we'll see. This is going to be the one. I think this is the series of uh, of the first round for sure. And I'm going to disagree with you. Ooh, okay. I think, which I say for last, I think this Memphis versus the Timberwolves matchup. It I, I maybe okay. I'll say the Brooklyn Celtics series might be the best series. This one might be a close second, but it'll be the most – I think it's going to be the most entertaining series to watch because there's a lot of young guys that are trying to say, look, man, we here. Like, you got Ja being Ja. And then, you know, Anthony Edwards is like, yo, like, you can't forget about me. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Mm -hmm. Malik Beasley, like, there's Jaron Jackson. There's so many guys in this. In this series that have, you know, something to prove. They don't want to be like, hey, we're not we're not the young team that um is just gonna like fold under pressure. Like they out there hooping. Like hooping. what Memphis did this season was very surprising. Did not see this coming at all. No. everybody knew they were emerging, but they took a huge leap. Yes, they did. Like they're the number two seed in the West. Like that's yes, they did. That's hard to say. Um, And we all know how the West is. um, But, you know, Jaws play, Jaron Jackson's play, even Dylan Brooks and uh, Zaire Williams, all of those guys on their team, like uh, my boy Desmond Bain. There's so many guys, exactly, super soul, so many guys on that team that are locked in. They all know what they need to do. Josh said, uh, I forgot something about a chimney because they want all the smoke. They, they run up the chimney because they want all the smoke. Um, Minnesota, I think that win over the Clippers in the playing game gave them a lot of confidence that they can compete. Um, they showed that they competed in that first game. Um, and Anthony Edwards is, whew, he a handful. He's the next one. Um, I knew he was, he was talented, but, like, he's taking his game to the next level. He, and he's even guarding Ja Morant, which is surprising. And kind of staying in front of him for the most part. I mean, nobody's ever going to stop Ja. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got uh, the Grizzlies in seven. Woo, we got another seven. I got seven. I got seven. I love it. I Selfishly, love it. I got seven because okay, I, want, I want to see this matchup uh, play out because they're two young teams that are hungry. And then you got – I didn't even mention it. You got Mr. Antics himself, Pat Bev. Come on. Come on. <laughs> they, in his mind, they won the chip. Bro, he lost his whole mind. <laughs> but I mean, okay. I, I got it, I, though. I they get it, too. His old team, he felt disrespected by the contract that they tried to give him. He went to Minnesota. He said they was gonna make the playoffs. People laughed at him. He got them boys like he like he he kind of played the role of a Jimmy Butler in Minnesota. But he, yeah. I think his approach was a little better than what Jimmy did uh, there. He didn't call people soft. He just he he said what it was. So those guys, you know, believe in Pat. And hey, if I was a GM, you know, I would I would have Pat on my team because. He can turn a ball game around emotionally and have people frazzled, and that could change the whole series. We didn't see it so much in game one, but I'm sure he'll rear his head soon. If you look, if you look, and you hit, I mean, you hit everything on the head. If you look at all the championship teams in the last years or whatever, you go back 20 years, that caliber player's there last year. PJ Tucker was then for the Bucks, yes. you know. And as you keep going down the list, you have a Shane Battier with Miami. That, yes. they, like you said, a do it all glue guy. That OK had three points, yes. had four blocks, five steals. I got this guy in foul trouble. I made this guy. You know, Pat Pat Bev is different because of this. But yes, uh, you hate to say this. Draymond does that for Golden State. True. Marcus Marcus Smart does it for the Celtics. So yeah. every team Marquette. Mikael Bridges will do it Mm -hmm. for the Suns. You need those type of guys. Um, I'm going with Minnesota. You know, I love Ant-Man. He's a Georgia guy. Um, I told you in Special J, I thought he should have at least been co-rookie of the year when they gave it to LaMelo. There's no disrespect to to LaMelo. He's a bad boy out there in Charlotte. Um, But I think Ant-Man is a bad, bad boy. Cat is very a very skilled big man at times. He seems a little soft, but yes, uh, very skilled. Can shoot, we saw that in three point contest. D'Angelo Russell can get hot at any moment. You mentioned, uh, our boy Beasley can shoot, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of glue guys, a lot you know, of long dudes, yeah. yeah, that's tall that can come in. I think Daniels is his name. They also have yeah. another, they're two brothers, one Vanderbilt. is in yeah. yeah, They have, like you said, yeah. guys that kind of know their roles that can switch everything. Yeah. Memphis has those same type of guys. Uh, so it should be a good matchup. Yeah. Um, I have this one going seven. I feel like cat will be the factor. Ant-Man is going to do his thing. Josh is going to do his thing even if they cancel each other out. Yeah. You mentioned Dylan Brooks, who's another irritating guy, mm-hmm. but he knows yeah. his, his, his role well. Um, him and Pat are gonna get into it. I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> of course. You know what I mean? I know I think it kind of almost did in the first in the first game. That's gonna happen. It might be a yeah. technical. Hopefully, nobody <laughs> gets suspended, but it's 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 gonna happen. Um, and then you look at uh D'Angelo Russell could be the factor, yes, for the Timberwolves, but then you got Bane that could be the factor for the Grizzlies. So it, it, you mentioned the matchup is, is perfect. I agree with you. I think this mm-hmm. is a better matchup. Than the Brooklyn uh, Celtics series, yeah. and this one is going to be a little more spicy. Uh, yeah. Definitely real chippy. I got it going seven. I'm selfish again, but I got it going to T Wolves. Um, okay, they're going they're going to do it for KG and Mulberry, our boy Wally Z- Zerbiak. They're going to move on to the next round, but it's going to be a good series. Probably some overtime games, but I got it going seven. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah. I'm mad so. at it. So that's really the first round, man. It, it We got a, a a lot of good matchups, a couple yeah. sweeps, uh, a couple five series, uh, but then we got a couple sevens and a couple sixes. So it should be a lot of basketball, ladies and gentlemen. We hope. Yeah, I just don't want – I mean, I don't it. want it to be like all sweeps. Like I want people to have <laughs> to work for it, man. Like Exactly. I, I agree with that, man. Selfishly. Right, selfishly. 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 <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, we saw the list of all the finalists for the NBA awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to touch on two, the first one being coach of the year. Uh, in this category, they they narrowed it down to Taylor Jenkins, which is the Grizzlies coach, yep. Eric Sposer, the Heat coach, and Monty Williams, the Suns coach. Uh, there are a lot of coaches that they felt like got snubbed. Out of those three, who do you think? think deserves Coach of the Year, my friend. Man, you know where I'm going. To the Valley, Monty Williams. Man, he should have got it last year. I agree. Monty done Agreed. a hell of a job out there. I mean, there's not much you can say. Monty's a solid dude. I, I've rooted for Monty for a long time, especially after the tragedy that happened to him. Um, I think he's done a great job picking himself up and just pushing forward. And, again, like you said, he's from the Popovich Cloth. And he, he got Phoenix, who two years ago was awful. Yeah, true. And now they're title contenders. That yeah. that in itself should give that man the award unanimously. I, I think it should be unanimous, I but I know it's I not going to be. But uh, I I got money. Okay. Uh Before I give my pick, I want to say, shout out to Taylor Jenkins and Eric Sposher, of course, mm-hmm. two coaches that should be mentioned would be yes. odoku from yes. the Celtics uh for what he did uh first year coach with the Celtics yep. a lot of pressure but look where they are yeah uh, in the playoffs and look where they ended up at the end of the season also shout out to Ty Lu um I think I don't want to say it because I know that's my old team no show no team. you you back with him you back with him uh <laughs> Ty Lue deserves a, a, a couple nods. One, Kawhi never played. Two, mm-hmm. PG was hurt for a lot of the season. Mm-hmm. But those young guys never stopped fighting. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs. They were right there. A lot of close games. A lot of close games. You saw a lot of growth in a lot of players. Coffee. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, what's my guy with the long hair? The uh, uh, Terrence Mann. Uh, Terrence Mann, you saw, uh, you know, just elevated his game. The big fella, Zubak, is always going to do what he had to do. And Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson showed that he could be a leading point guard, had those guys locked in. Of course, the Morris twin is going to give you his work. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just thought that Coach Lou should get a nod or at least, you know, be recognized in the the category. Uh, You hit everything on the head. Monty Williams, for me, hands down, I thought he could have got it last year. They gave it to Coach Tibbs, which is no disrespect. Because the Knicks had been bad for so long, they made the playoffs, but then they back to showing you who they really are. Because they didn't do anything with the same roster, exactly. if not better roster. Uh, but I got Monty. Um, I think that it should be some other awards going to that team as well. But we'll get mm-hmm. into that in another podcast. But I got Monty for sure, uh, for sure, um, as coach of the year. You know, it yeah. should be two two time coach of the year. But should be two time another, another combo. Yeah. And then, uh, so the other uh, category we want to talk about is the defensive player of the year. We mm-hmm. got Mikael Bridges from the Suns. See? The guy that is always on this list, Rudy Gobert. And then we got Marcus Smart. <laughs> I'm going to let you tackle this first. <laughs> You feel some type of way about the, the, the Utah Jazz? I'm not picking Mr. COVID, okay? He shut down all the sports. And it's just – listen, I'm going to tell you, and people can feel how they want to feel. You put him in every year. He doesn't have to do much. No disrespect to this man. He doesn't switch on every guard, and he's such a no. goober and so lanky and goofy. But if you could switch one through five, which – other guys can, Paul George and yes. Draymond or whatever, and Mikael Bridges and Marcus Smart. Then that, I'll be like, okay, defensive player. Dog, you're the tallest dude out there. Of course you're going to get blocks and rebounds. So I'll, he's yes. excluded from my list forever. Same. I will say uh, my guy Marcus Smart, I'm picking him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that he deserves it. He was – he it looks like he's evolved as a player mentally and and because he was a little wild. I liked him <laughs> when he was real wild, but because it was more antics back then. Exactly. So he, you know, you didn't know what to expect. He was kind of a wild child at times. <laughs> <laughs> but now uh I don't know if it's just maturity and talking to the right people, involving, probably tired of paying technical fines oh, yeah, and suspensions. Sure. He's actually He uses that to his advantage, but he's a very good defender, one through five. He irritates Mm -hmm. you, that Kyle Lowry type guy, but plays great defense. He's going to dive on loose balls. He's going to defend the best player on the other team. So I actually have Marcus Smart, uh, but, you know, McHale could get it any day as well. Uh, But I got Marcus Smart, my guy, um, just because I've been riding with him since day one. right. I, I'm going to agree with you on that, even though I love Mikael Bridges, uh, but I think Marcus Smart deserves it. Like, he – his his activity on the defensive end is, like, unmatched, um, and he does whatever his team needs. He guards the the toughest player every night. Uh, he's going to give you 120% plus yeah, some is. extra with the antics. Um, yeah. And he's a – you know, he's a wild card, but on defense he, he – he shows his worth um, on the defensive end. And I, I think he's gotten snubbed in the past a couple times when they've given Agreed. it to Rudy. Um, so I, I, I think it's time for the NBA to, to right their wrongs and give it to Marcus Smart. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, DeJounte Murray could be in there. He's a good, another defender. Yeah. That, that that That's A1. Yeah. Um, you know if PG played more he could get it as well but of course uh, and I think Jaron Jackson I, I didn't want to leave him yeah, out he's solid he's a great defender uh and I think it kind of it kind of went unnoticed but had a lot of blocks mm-hmm. and he's somebody that will switch on guards and 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 I just think that he's I can't say better defender but he's a more mobile defender than Rudy Gobert. Rudy you know he it's the length there but he's just clogged in the middle. You're gonna get blocks the way that you play and the way that they they set him up with Utah's defense. I just don't I don't like it. But know? I agree with what you said earlier. Like it's yeah, that's that's a part of defense. And you're tall, you're the tallest man on the court. You get you're gonna get blocks. But if you like these other guys in the league now can switch on every position. If you can't guard somebody on the perimeter now and go like Jaron Jackson. Like, I feel like Jaron should have been in in here instead of Rudy because yeah. he switches out, he guards people on the perimeter, but he's not just standing there waiting to block a shot. Like, he's moving around and he comes from the weak side. He he's a, He has great timing on his jumps for the blocks, everything, so... Everything. I think, you know, this hopefully this is the last year they just have Rudy be a shoe in because there's a lot of guys in the league that deserve to be there. And Rudy is I feel like they just put his name in there just because. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of, of of great guards and players. I mean, we yeah. mentioned another guy, Drew Holiday. I don't know where his steals were, but that's another guy that irritates people. And it's yeah. like elite players. You saw what he did to Chris Paul after Game Two last in the finals, right. and that tricked over to this season. So when you have to guard, because it's a it's a guard dominant league. So when you yeah. got to guard John Morant one night, then you got to guard a Kyrie the next night, then a Kyle Lowry, and then whoever it might be. um That's different than I don't know how many real centers are in the league. Let's just right. be honest. Joel Embiid, yeah. but he's gonna smoke anybody. So you're not yeah. doing that against Joel. <laughs> no, you, or, or the Joker, or the Joker, and mm-hmm. you got smoked by. So it's only a few centers in the league. And I agree with you, man. As far as uh the NBA, they gotta do better. Just you know, put guards in there because it's so many great defensive defensive guards. They don't get enough. For man, deal. I they agree don't get enough to. So, but yeah, those those are two good categories that those are our picks. Yeah. This year, uh, we'll see what the NBA comes out with. I feel confident with our picks, man. We, we're getting yeah. better at this. <laughs> we're getting better at this, man. And we would hope. <laughs> we Anything else, man, before we get out of here? Nah, not too much, man. I always check out our, you know, our store online, uh, hardwoodbrand.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our reels. We're starting to do a little, uh, you know, experiment with the reels. Um, On Instagram, you know, we always put stuff on stories and um, posts. So just check us out there. Um, Yeah. Share with your friends that are hoopers. Yeah, for sure. We appreciate all the support. Yeah. Comment, like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Please. Uh, (laughs) And and like Dorian said, leave comments, uh, any topics you want us to touch on. Hit us up, man. And, we you know, yeah. we appreciate all the love, all the support that, that um, you guys have always supported our brand from day one. And we're going to keep uh, dropping new merch and, and new content. Just, you know, just stay with us. Yes, sir. So that's about it, man. We're getting out of here. You guys enjoy the, fir- the rest of the first round of the playoffs. I feel confident with all our picks. couple <laughs> game games, sevens, it should be good. Uh, I'm signing off. Old man Ross, uh, fly kicks and sweatsuits. Spread love and I hate. It. <laughs> it's your man D here with a gift card bandit. Get in the gym, shoot some jumpers. At least about eight. Hold on, man. Hold on. Uh you said you're low on gift cards. How what, how we how we talk? How many how low are we talking? Uh just Amazon. One. That's all I got. Okay, I won't that say man. the amount that it is, but just one. Yeah, don't say that amount because then that's going to take you back up to <laughs> whatever. Y'all be safe, man. Like we said, uh, we appreciate y'all. Y'all stay, stay safe, safe, please. Peace. Eight.